And Spencer Worth, the meat dude, will answer all your meat-related questions. This is brought to you by All Soccer Meats in Audubon, Minnesota. And Big Deck Barbecue. You can find their, their rubs, their sauces at Hornbacher, Shields, a variety of other places as well. Spencer, how's your week been, man? It's been good. How, how about you, Tyler? Uh, we're getting by. We had a long trip to and from Frisco. Uh, came back empty-handed, uh, but we had fun nonetheless, except for like that three, four hours when we're all crammed into Toyota Stadium. Did you get a chance to go, or did you uh, consume it from your own house? Well, you know I wasn't there. I mean, I would have ran into you if I was there, oh. but uh, I, big, I watched Texas it. Texas is a big it. state, man. Everything's bigger in Texas. I didn't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Well, you know, most bison hang around with bison when they're down there. But anyways, uh, no, I did. I watched, uh, I watched the game, yes, from the comfort of my own home. Did and, you watch uh, all yeah, four it, quarters? It, did you watch from start I, to finish? I did not. Uh, <laughs> halftime, I, I instead went out sledding with my kids. Because uh, I, I wanted to do something else. <laughs> uh, you're a smart man. I'll, I'll say that, smart man. Three five two seven zero. You have a question for the Spencer Wirt. He'll answer him for you. Had one come in about twenty some odd minutes ago. Uh, Tyler, question for the meat dude. How does a person make bacon at home? Uh, first step would be to uh, source belly pork belly a whole slab would be ideal or if you want to you know get it cut down into like a four pound portion or something a whole slab pork belly is probably going to be around that eight to 12 pounds ish um second step would be to source some cure um most of the time bacon is created with a with a brown sugar influence i'll call it right like our bacon we make in house is a brown sugar cure so it's it's brown sugar, salt, and the cure all in one. And how we do it in in small industry, let's call us, is is with a tumbler. So we put that that uh, cure mixture in with water, mix it, put it into a tumbler, and tumble the belly. Now at home, that's probably not feasible because nobody has a tumbler in their kitchen. Um, so there's two methods you can do it. You can, you can pickle brine it. So just like you brine anything, you, you put the cure into a water, mix it up and just submerge the belly, leave that in the fridge for mm, probably four days, five days should be plenty of time to get that cure to go through. Um, or you can just take that, that brown sugar and salt and cure as a dry rub, rub it on the surface of the belly put it in the fridge for a week plus and that cure will do the same thing um, as if you you brined it. Um, one thing to note, if you do the dry rub version, it helps to rinse it right before you cook it or smoke it um, to actually turn it into bacon. Uh, you want to rinse that extra salt off the surface. But then, of course, you take it and, and hopefully smoke it. If you're making bacon at home, I hope you have some form of smoker, whether a, a pellet grill or big green egg or whatever whatever you uh, have to smoke it. Um, you're going to take it to about 140 internal degrees. That's it. Bacon isn't fully cooked. It's actually just a heat-treated, not shelf-stable product. So it's just um, enough heat to get a nice smoke and to, to firm it up and then um, chilled down as fast as possible to refrigerated temperatures and then slice and fry and eat. Uh, there's a comment Did in you here. Get all that? I, yeah, I was taking very detailed notes. Thankfully, we're going to have this yeah. podcast for everyone else that was not as quick with the handwriting as I was. 
question that I have for you, the white brown sugar. I, I mean, what what what's the reasoning? Is it just the sweetness? Is there something that chemically breaks down different than something else? No, I think it's just a, a, a brown sugar and pork go together really well. Um, and I really think that's the only reason there's, there's sugar is used in, in all meat processing, whether it be sausage or, or, um, I don't know what else, pastrami or whatever. Sugar is added in pretty much everything. Um, bacon, I like to use brown sugar and you'll find a lot of places use brown sugar, just a little bit added sweetness and flavor that pairs really well in the bacon realm. Somebody's asking, I'll let you figure out the intent here. If my wife doesn't find out, can I use my washing machine as a tumbler? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I yeah. wouldn't. No, don't do that. Yeah, because no matter what, no matter that, how. That would take a, that would... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, that would take a lot of, a lot of water to, to sit and tumble that thing. Yeah, I just I wouldn't try it. And I assure you, no matter how often you clean it and how vigorously you are scrubbing, She's going to find out. You don't know how, but she will find a way to find out how you ruin that washing machine. So I would say no. 35270. Uh, Tyler, can you ask a question for the meat dude? I bought an electric open rotisserie roaster. Would a sirloin tip roast a be a good choice to open roast on the spit? Uh, yeah, I think that would be uh, a good a good cut to to roast over a pit so sirloin tip comes from the knuckle and the it's actually out of the round it's kind of a confusing name because it's called a sirloin but it's actually out of the round so the back leg it's the quadricep muscle um it's relatively lean and not as tough as the other muscles out of the back leg so it it's kind of a middle grounds roast meaning it's not as lean as like a rump roast it's not as fatty as a chuck but it'd be a good roast to um, rotisserie style cook. And of course, with the end result being carving, um, I do. I think that'd be a really good roast to try on a rotisserie. Well, to that texture, you give it a shot and you text back, like, say, next week or after you do it. Let us know how it turns out. Another question for you, Spencer salt, pepper, garlic. Do you mean garlic powder? No. Uh, granulated garlic is the best form of garlic in my uh, cooking opinion. Um, and it, it brings up a great point because every form of garlic has different potency and different flavor, different ability to spread and rub on a piece of meat. You know, try try rubbing garlic powder versus granulated garlic on a steak and you'll, you'll notice the difference right then and there, plus lazarity. Uh, mentioned the flavor is different between the two um so yes that salt pepper garlic is specific to granulated garlic and, and actually if we want to go even more specific it's specific to butcher grind black pepper too but that's a that's a different discussion <laughs> very good uh tyler question for the meat dude what part of the cow does the tri-tip come from the tri-tip comes from the Bottom sirloin, which is part of the sirloin. Um, so you're on the top half, you have your top sirloin steaks and also the, the culotte or the sirloin cap. And then that 
the whole sirloin keeps extending a little further down, and that's called the bottom sirloin. And you get your tri-tip, and then there's another roast that's not as popular called the ball tip that you might be able to find in grocery stores, which is um, actually the very tip of the <laughs> sirloin tip roast that we just talked about. So, um, yeah. Listen to all the details and very thorough information you're giving out today. It's almost like I should be sitting in a classroom and you're sitting up the front lecturing us. You miss that? You know, it's Do you been miss a, standing it's, in front of the a, class? I was going to say, it's been a while since I've been in that realm. And, I, you know, I don't think I do. I don't miss I don't miss the classroom. You know, I, I would, we did barbecue boot camp and I did that extension oh. stuff. That was a lot of fun, and which is just like the show. I get to have a conversation with the general public about meat and who doesn't like talking about cooking and meat and all this fun stuff well and eric johnson producer of afternoon's live has some commentary yeah no i just i have a question for spence actually because you mentioned the ball sirloin and it's a steak that i've ordered in restaurants and really enjoyed but it's it's scary to cook because it's so thick, thick and i don't know i was wondering if you have a cooking technique for those really thick steaks but to keep them medium rare all the way through so you you must be referring to like a, the the baseball, baseball yep. steak. Yep. Yeah. So um, w- when it comes to anything super thick, what you what you can't be afraid to do, and I know you can read a lot that says you should only flip a steak once or twice or whatever, but with something that thick, and if you're cooking high dry heat, you got to be babysitting that thing and turning it almost rotisserie cooking except you're the rotisserie um, <laughs> to make sure you get even heat distri- distributed throughout that steak or else um, I mean that's that's the challenge right something that big even you know we talk about uh, sous vide a lot that might be a really good option for ball steaks too because then all your you essentially cook it completely through and then just sear it on all all sides Ooh. We made eye contact, Eric, and I said, oh, yeah, that sounds like the way to go. Do you have a sous vide? I don't have one right, yet, but well, I think I need to invest in, in sous vide, too. I'm guessing you'd take it would, to, would that what, be a 10 good, or – Go yeah. ahead. Good Valentine's Day gift? <laughs> would, would the wife get you a sous vide? I mean, it, it's for both of you. Right, it sounds yeah, quite romantic. It kind of does. It kind of does. Um, so I'm guessing you'd take that to, what, 10 or 15 below your, the final temp you want and then sear it off to get there? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very good. Are yeah, we, I'd, I'd go even – 20 below 25 yeah just to be really really safe got some uh questions you know it's okay go ahead well Sorry. no you you finish educating eric johnson then i'll ask you about <laughs> the, the garlic and the granulated garlic and all the other questions about your garlic recipe well i was just gonna say because it's a sirloin the last thing you want to do is overcook it because it's gonna dry out pretty quick so um yeah monitor temperatures as good as you can and less is more i'd do the sous vide you don't want to be hanging out over that smoker that grill for that long i don't know if you guys experience this but i feel like every time i cook steaks i cook it really well one of them i get perfectly cooked and the other one i'm a a little over on and and i can never quite balance it and if you're sharing if it's if you're cooking for two you're never getting the one that's perfectly done no no no. that one goes on the other plate yeah Yeah, absolutely that's a smart man back there he's learned a lot over the last couple years uh let's uh get back to this garlic conversation spencer because we have a number of texts about this here um uh, tyler is garlic salt the same as granulated garlic no, um, garlic salt has salt in it, which, again, is going to completely throw the recipe off. Um, in granulated garlic, 
Yeah, you don't. And I don't know exactly where to go to to tell you where to find it, but um, I obviously order it from a seasoning supplier. uh, But once you go granulated garlic, you will not go back, I promise you. (laughs) Thanks for giving me another T-shirt idea for you. Uh, write that down. Uh, Tyler, can you ask Spencer, when, when Spencer talks about the granulated garlic, is that the same thing as minced garlic? And also, I can only find restaurant-style black pepper or have to grind it myself. So about let's start off on uh, the granulated garlic. Is it the same as minced garlic is the first question? No, minced garlic, if I'm pretty sure what he's referring to is the fresh stuff. Granulated garlic is dried. Uh, it's just in granulate form, so it's in a larger um, molecule, not, not molecules, but you know what I mean, L- larger portions than like garlic powder. Garlic powder is very, very fine. Granulated garlic is, is garlic that they put into a granulate form so that it mixes, distributes really, really well. Okay, and I'm going to do the second part of this with the two minutes I've got left. Uh, also, can I only find restaurant-style black pepper, or do I have to grind it myself? I think is that what it's supposed to read as? Yeah, I again, spices are, are hit and miss and where you buy them and, and the options that they have because, you know, I, I wouldn't have known this not being in the meat processing world, but there's like 10 different grinds on black pepper that you can get, that you can buy. Hmm. And what I referred to earlier is butcher grind is my favorite because it's a little larger grind than what you um, you know normally find black pepper in. And anytime you change the grind size, the texture of your meal, especially in the sausage world, the texture and eating experience changes drastically. Um, so yeah, just just look for them them terms out there. Butcher grind restaurant style, I think, is really fine, but don't quote me on that. Um, and yeah, just just realize that the the type of seasoning, not not only the seasoning, but the style in which it's ground or presented, changes everything. Spencer, I'm out of time, man. Good show this week. You take care until we check in again next Thursday. All right. Sounds great. All Thanks, right. Tyler. Thank you, Spencer. Worth the meat. Do that conversation every week. Brought to you by. All Sucker Meats, you can find them on Audubon, Minnesota, right on Main Drag. You cannot miss that big sign in the big, beautiful new building. Get you caught up with KFGO News when we come back. Let's talk about some legislation on Bismarck. I'm Tyler Axness. You are listening to Afternoons Live right here on KFGO. Here in the state, in the state, do we have one?